Hey, everybody, welcome to Speaking of Schmodown. Uh, my hair's a little bit too long, and it shows off how bald I'm going, and I forgot to put my hat on. I need to shave my head again, like, really soon. But uh, <laughs> I know, man. Uh, I keep forgetting about the hat and the bald head. I'm getting older, what can I say? But I'm still a good-looking motherfucker, so I got that going for me. Uh, welcome to uh, Speaking of Schmodown, sports talk show devoted to the movie trivia Schmodown. As usual, guys, we got our number uh, numbers man here. Double D, how you doing, Dan? Man, I had a taste of being in number one, and then Kayla came back and got got back in number one. So I'm this close. I had a taste of it. Now I'm going to try and get it. So, But I'm, otherwise, I'm doing great. Yeah, well, I have a feeling my team is going to make a comeback, so don't get too happy. Um, and from uh, Let's Get Ready Network, we got ASG joining us again. It's been a while. How you doing, sir? I'm doing okay. Yeah, Chandra was one of my top uh, picks in my fantasy league, so not good on that end. But, you know. I'm a big fan of Chandra's, uh, but um, I, I, I remembered halfway through the match that I have Kalinowski on my fantasy league team, so then my mood changed. Uh, but uh, before we move on uh, to our next guest co-host, I want to say also, once again, uh, ASG's Refrigerator. It is good to see you once again making a showing uh, here on the on the airwaves. So it's been a while. I've not seen you for a while, you magnificent refrigerator. Uh, and for her first time on this show, Schmo, we've got Teresa, everyone. Hello, Teresa. Welcome. Hi. It's nice to meet you, everyone. Um, I'm not doing so well in Fantasy League also. Um, somebody wanted to trade Ethan Irwin like in April, and I was so stupid I didn't take it, and I'm regretting it since. So just so you know, on the same boat. Well, yeah, uh, I started out well, uh, but then I fell off, and like Dan said, he started to take over. But Kayla, uh, she is... Uh, She's the one. I have I have faith in her that she's gonna at least as long as you don't win, Dan. I'm sorry, but that's the that's <laughs> as long as you don't win. Hey, um, you never know. Saul might actually get that uh, IG belt away from Mike or Amaru, or Mike or Amaru, and now I have uh, potentially all five belts on my hand. I'm gonna, if I do that, I'm gonna get, decorate my fingers for each of the belts. gonna be. Uh, okay, real quick, uh, as we're getting started here, um, Frenchie, please post that link in the live chat. I've been trying to stream this to Twitch. Uh, I'm not sure why, but I don't believe it's working. But if y'all in the live chat real quick could go there, just tell us uh, is if it's streaming or not, and then I'll take it from there and see what I need to do. Uh, but, uh, okay, our first match that we're going to get into here is the uh, final exam versus lightning time. And I'm going to hand it off to uh, ASG here to get us started. Okay, thank you. So keep in mind, this went to sudden death, so this could have determined the match. In the second round, uh, Lightning Time gets Oscars, I believe. And yes. the very first question, the answer um, is Judy Garland. And Liz Shannon Miller, without consulting Ethan, because this is like her category, it sounds like she says Julie Garden julie garland final answer and then ethan tries to correct her this is definitely something i would have challenged if i was winston uh yeah let's roll the it looks like you got a clip there uh, jay question unless you need multiple choice renee zellweger won a best actress oscar for playing what real life individual julie garland final answer judy garland is correct for two points well, thank oh, you for the final answer 
Yeah. Uh, and one thing I find interesting there is, uh, is that it, it, it does, to me, it appears she said Julie, um, and then she gave the final answer, and then Mark thanks her for the final answer. So he thanks her for the wrong answer. Is that? I don't know. I don't know. He thanks her for saying final answer, so it's clear uh, that they're not just discussing it. Yeah, but the final answer was wrong. Yeah. Was yeah. He, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'll say this. I mean, that's yeah. what I heard. Yeah. I mean, I did hear Julie, but Judy and Julie, it does sound close. And uh, the the microphone seems like it is far away from Ethan and uh, Liz. So it could be an audio issue that maybe I've said it once before. I've said it once before. I will say it again, dude. You do not get points for almost hitting a home run, and you do not get points for almost. This is not almost. This is not almost. I'm not saying that. What we're we, it's like the. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, we lost the the reason. I totally agree. I didn't hear most of Ethan's answers in this match, so I don't know what she actually said because their setup was terrible, which is not to give them points on that, but uh, I'm not sure. She could have I, said I think, Judy. yeah. I just think that it was uh, Julie because Ethan said Judy. Like, it was almost like he Maybe. wanted to make sure, like, he heard the wrong answer, too. Anyway. You're right, and I think challenge would be totally acceptable in this situation. Winston definitely should have. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, I just, I'm just going to say it, man. In my mind, that's another example of Mark Ellis having a kind of, eh, close enough, nonchalant attitude about competition and something that the commissioner says is a sport. Uh, sports don't work like that, in my personal opinion. I don't know of any sports that work like that. I mean, I've I said it earlier. I'll say it again because it, it's very relevant. You don't all you don't get points for almost scoring a touchdown. You don't get points for almost uh, almost uh, uh, hitting a home run. You don't get points for almost doing the thing in cricket that gets you points. You don't you don't you know you don't get you don't get points for almost getting up past the line and into the net. It don't work that way. Yeah, but to actually speak on the match, this was one of the craziest matches in teams I've ever. Yeah. So, and it was so good. I'm disappointed because I was pulling for, for a final exam and I don't want them to be one of those teams like critically acclaimed or who's the boss who never gets to the belt. And I think they will break up next year. So they're... Oh, another one bites the dust. It's me and you, man. Um, dude, I, I, let's move on to this Moose Haas and Chance Ellison because this match... Again, I don't, I don't, I am constantly shocked by the Finstock exchange because it's well known that I came into this season, completely wrote off the Finstock exchange. I still have zero faith in, uh, in, in Finstock as a manager, but the exchange as a whole have shocked me, dude, with, with their, their choices on all these rookies. I thought they were sunk. What's going yeah. on, dude? I mean, I'll say this for the IG tournament. Every match has ended in a KO or TKO. That could happen the whole tournament. Like, would not shock me. I, I don't know how long it's been since I won. Dude, I won. I won. This is the first time you uh, won. By the way, it was never explained, I see in the chat. So why don't you explain exactly what was going on there? Oh, yeah, I forgot to do, I forgot to do that. Because I'm so excited. <laughs> 
Well, uh, we play a game here on this show, kind of called like a hot potato kind of thing. Why I'm doing a Kurt Russell trying to That's do a show, people. And I don't know. Uh, but no, <laughs> Frenchie's like, dude, uh, no, but we play a game, hard, uh, like a hot potato <laughs> game. And Frenchie has a timer in the back and he eliminates whoever is talking uh, when his timer goes off. And then uh, the, the order of the winners will come into play. Uh, I know I won. Uh, we'll come into play in the interview. I forgot to bring that up because I was so excited to have uh, Teresa here for the first time. And I had that clip there to play. Okay, uh, but, Jay, uh, let's wrap this up and talk about uh, more about the matches. <laughs> yeah, and I just made myself look bad because Frenchie was picking on me earlier because I ramble sometimes. And I said, no, I don't. Um, but, okay, uh, I had chance going until the finals. So this was definitely an upset for me. But... Haas is a one-league player. Chance is stretched a little too thin right now. So I'm not that surprised, but still, a TKO, I was not expecting that. Yeah. I, I also mean, think, yeah, sorry, think just one of the is, best smack talks between Ty and Shannon. I really loved that. Sorry, go on. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, well, Mark Haas has been really the big surprise because he came into this league uh, with a TKO or, or at least a knockout, whether it was a TKO. TKO Jacob. Yeah. yeah. So, and then he lost in his second match. I forget who it was with, but that he proved that he it was the Well, that's what I think it was. Is that the match of Haas versus Moses was? Um, it lost sound, so people didn't really see how good both of them were in that match. So they underestimated both of them after that, in my opinion. So true. So true. Completely. Agree. I really enjoyed that match, though. I really did. I don't know why. Well, I do know why, but I enjoyed that match very much so. Um, but uh, real quick, uh, Paulo Yama uh, versus Nick Harley. Um, I don't know why this is escaping me, but was this Harley's first match of the season? No. Uh, he had a team's match, but this was his first singles match. Okay, that's why he wasn't immediately registering on the map for me. Um, but yeah, Oyama looks strong. And I'm going to say this, man. I... I may be wrong about this, and correct me if I am, but does it seem like Oyama is stronger in singles than he is with a teammate in, in teams? Yeah, I would say that he is stronger because he's had Eric Zipper and uh, Lon Harris as partners. I don't think he's had a third team. So he hasn't had a really strong counterbalance to what he doesn't know. So I feel like yeah, he, on his own he is really good because – He's that good. I mean, he 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 defeated Dan Murrow, right? He took the belt from him, right? So oh, yep. yeah, that says a lot about him. And he defended against uh, Jeff Snyder. So yeah, he is that good on his own. And uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I think he is that good on his own. It's just yeah, teams to, a little bit tricky. Yeah, to go off what Teresa was saying um, about you know this possibly being the end of final exam is I thought before uh, Christian started talking about, you know, uh, changing the whole faction and draft and free agency system that Oyama could go into next year getting going to recruit a teammate with his free-for-all cash in to say we can go for the belt right away. Oh. I have and a feeling that either, either he has a triple threat with the winner of Marisol and Ethan Irwin 
and chance making it 10 points giving swag that potential boost that they desperately need or if chandra's uh fear uh, chandra's comments are taken lightly like he said last night maybe he's gonna give it to chandra to give an ig uh a match no no, no. Okay, but don't do it it's yours you my crazy I, I, I'm, not okay. saying, I'm not saying that that's i'm not saying yeah. that's going to happen but if chandra's comments are to be to believe maybe that's what happens but i think oh. the smarter thing to do is to have that triple threat with uh the winner of marisol and ethan Irwin, chance ellison and then paul yama giving the 10 foot 10 points boost that they desperately need in uh, swag Okay, my crazy speculation on Chandra's comments, which I just came up with this morning, is that at Spectacular, the loser of the uh, tournament usually plays in a number one contender match the next year, right? So yeah. at Spectacular, Chandra versus Mara, the winner plays that match. Ooh, okay. I like it. Mara keeps saying her season is over, though, so I don't know. But it would be really good. I want to talk about Nick, though, because yeah. I miss spoiler. I miss him. <laughs> Where oh, are you? <laughs> like, he, he, I was so excited for him coming to the MTS, but mostly because of his character. Like, his gameplay is great. Okay, fine. But his character was so original, so different. He went with Roxy, who loves TV, so it even made so much sense. And then... Now we have Slick Nick, who is really cool, but I'm a spoiler. And I hope maybe it will change in his singles match because in his interviews, he said he might have something different for his singles match and it didn't happen. So I'm sad about it, but he played well. Yeah, even with uh, the FCL matches that I watched, I definitely did like Nick's uh, spoiler image as well. So to not see that here, it's like, well, <laughs> why not? It's so good. And I don't trust his smile. I know he's supposed to be slick, and that smile is really slick, but it's not. I'm just like, break it, break it. Be bad. Yeah. Um, slick Rick. <laughs> slick, slick Nick, rather. Slick Nick. Uh, always like, Slick Rick. Isn't there someone named... Nah, don't do it. Don't, <laughs> don't start going way off the, the, the beat. I think path. that's a rapper. Um, uh, <laughs> We got we got a few more minutes here. Let's just do a quick uh, before Shonda joins us a little bit later. Let's do a quick run through um, of that match and what we thought of it. And that just reminded me, I need to send Shonda the link for today. <laughs> okay, well, I'll say that it's not surprising that the buzzer round is where it really decided the match because. This the old buzzer system. That's why I like the, the buzzer because it really does decide what ends up happening in the final round. And Chandra just tried to get in and try to get the match, but he went in too quick and just faltered a lot. So that's what gave Mike the advantage. Uh, and I would say yes, the buzzer buzzer round definitely turned the match, but. Round two, with Mike taking the lead, I think is what caused Chandru to press too hard when it came to the buzzer round. He then sees a three-point lead and is maybe tried too hard to get that back. Yeah, yeah. he also only bet two. I think in that situation, you're already buried if you don't know it. Just go for it. Um, but yeah, I think one of the best matches in terms of smack talk, like through the whole 
Schmodown League because I, I laughed so hard on both sides. They were both on point, so funny. Uh, Mike's lollipop comment with size does matter really killed me. And well, I'm, I'm sorry, but I just have to say on behalf of, uh, well, on behalf of men, um, <laughs> size doesn't matter. So I just want to, you know, that against us. No, I'm just well, kidding. Sorry. Uh, when okay, you know, but... Thing, size really doesn't matter because everything... No, is just no, no, no. No, no, I'm sorry. Hey, man, Mike's the one... Mike and Chandra are the ones who started it. I just added to it. But I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead, <laughs> It's okay. Uh, I'm just... I, I wanted to say I'm glad that Mike got this win. I uh, always have the tendency, I think a lot of people do, to underestimate him. Um, and I said, I'm going to stop it. I'm going to take him for this match. I believe in him and he did win it. So thank you, Mike, for uh, prediction league points. And uh, yeah, I'm glad he has this. He finally defended. Everyone shut up. Well, he's definitely now the goat of IG. I was definitely rooting for Chandru just because I think, you know, with the level of heat he has, it would be better for that level to have a champion like that, but yeah, he's definitely proven to be the code of IG, you know, right now for sure. Um, but he does seem to get comic books a lot and get <laughs> DC in the betting round every time somehow, but good for him. Luckiest <laughs> on the wheel. Luckiest. Yeah, it, it seemed like every category that, that Chandra got, it was just like, oh man, you just felt his pain. <laughs> Oh no! Um, I was cheering the whole way through. I'm like, yes! Come on, five more, three more, two more, one more time! But then I, I was slightly disappointed on the same side because I love the heel work that Mike screwed up the last line when he said Chance instead of Smets because that would have been so like he was re he had that line ready in his pocket and he just slipped up a little bit, but it was still. It was still fun. <laughs> yeah, that was that was probably one of the best smack talking matches uh, I've seen ever. Like during the match, smack talking, it was really, really good and a lot of fun. Um, before we move on to sexy numbers, um, uh, Frenchie, go ahead and drop everyone off here for a minute if you don't mind. Uh, I'm going to play a clip from a new show that I've started here on the network. I'm proud of this show so far. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pleased with how it's doing, but I want more people to see it. Um, I think it's, I think it's worth the eyes that, uh, that I think it should get. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and play about a five minute clip from, uh, from my one-on-one -on -one with Rachel Silvestrini for this show um, concerning Jared Leto. Um, but uh, the name of the show is called From Birth to Schmodown. The first question is, where were you born? And then we end it with their current Schmodown career. And if you are a fan of Inside the Actor Studio, this show was inspired by that. So at the end of each episode, I ask the person the 10 questions that uh, John Lipton would ask at the end of each episode. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this clip here, and I'll see you here in a few minutes, everyone. Uh, as far as I had a technical issue. Sorry about that. I accidentally pulled my microphone cord out uh, on my, my roadcaster here. Sorry about that, guys. Um, <laughs> let me do this here and go back just a few seconds. I apologize, everyone. Uh, fans, groups. Um, 
And uh, not in a bad way or anything. It, it could be in a bad way, but I'm not asking details. I'm not actually calling one out. But good or bad, is there anyone that you went into uh, before you met them, you had in whatever the idea of, of, of them uh, as a person or what they might be like, and it changed um, after you had met them? Jared Leto. Um Jared Leto uh, and 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, I met them, a band that I worked for opened for them at in Santa, in Santa Ana um, at the observatory. And I, like every girl who grew up in the 90s, had a massive crush on Jared Leto because my so-called life came out and he ruined us with his beautiful eyes and that porcelain skin and that, like, I don't care hair. Like, it's he's just beautiful. Like, he's just a beautiful boy. Um, and so when I was working there, he was, I was like, un, I was like helping my, um, I was bringing merch to the, to the back to get loaded into the trailer and I happened to pass by him and like, I stopped and talked to him for a few seconds and he was amazingly, wonderfully sweet. Um, everything you could ask for. And then the next night we played, uh, at a casino with them and his brother, Shannon, um, was very obnoxious to one of the girlfriends of the band members. Um, and then after the show, uh, they had a table set up next to us and they were doing uh, signing. So like if you bought the album, like you would get a sign, like you would, they would autograph it and then you would get a picture with them. But it was literally like, like a foot was between our shoulders and we like were chatting and having fun. And then Shannon thought that I was the girlfriend who he had a, a verbal argument with on the casino floor, who I look literally nothing like. Like she was short and thin and blonde and I was not any of those descriptors. Um, <laughs> uh, and so he tells, uh, he told Jared that I was the girl and he called me a very awful word and tried to have me thrown out while I was packing up merchandise. Uh, I confronted him a few years, about a year and a half later uh, at the Taste of Chaos uh, tour stop in Long Beach. And we were literally, no one was around. It was just the two of us backstage, like walking down this hall towards each other. And I was like, hey, you owe me an, an apology. And I told him and he goes, oh yeah, I remember that. And he just walked away. And I'm like, wow. dead to me. You're tool he's also like this thin i'm like i can snap you with my calves like don't anger me there's no security around but i'm sure this is also like 15 years ago 15 20 years ago so like whatever if he's nicer now that's great i hope so but his fans are crazy like his fanat like he, he doesn't have fans he has fanatics yeah, like, I've seen pictures of them on that island with the robes and stuff on it's a little bit too odd for me it's scary like, I don't know, I don't know which is scarier, like, the crazy, super fanatic 30 Seconds to Mars fans, or Juggalos, like, <laughs> I don't know, and I've, I've been to an ICP show, and it is terrifying. It, I, I've been. Did it again. That time it was a different one. Uh, Dagan, I love how you point out that that I'm just a bumbling fool with buttons back here. Um, the the thing that I run, I need some I need someone in my office with me to run that machine for me. Um, but that was a little bit of the Rachel space. If I could, I would. But eh, oh, I know you would, and I would love for you to. 
It would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, guys, that was a little bit of the Rachel Silvestrini bit uh, from my one-on-one with her. From birth to Schmodown, please check out that show. Um, also out that you can listen to or watch now is Kate Mulligan, Brandon Hanna, and Robert Parker. Uh, this Monday, I'll just go ahead and put this up here. This Monday, Winston Marshall. Uh, will drop his episode. So, uh, but right now, everybody, we're going to bring Double D back up here and his in his partner for this segment. Uh, for I'm going to talk dirty to you for a second, Matt. Double D's sexy numbers, Dan. Take it away, my. All right, Teresa, you're the victim in the hot seat. <laughs> but don't trust me. I'm going to make this painless. So it's the end of the month, and I like to forecast the following month and review the past month. But we're going to do it a little bit different today because we're in tournament season and we know the majority of the matches that, or we at least have the idea of what the majority of the matches are going to be like. So currently, uh, the Den, uh, currently the Den, uh, Usual Suspects, the Finstock Exchange, and the Dungeon are currently still in the IG tournament and going into round two. The Quirky Mercs, uh, Corruption, Swag, and the Stars are out of it. So they are not getting any points from that. Uh, With the singles tournament, uh, the Dungeon, the Quirky Mercs, Corruption, the Den, Swag, and the Stars still have three competitors. The Finstock Exchange still have all four of their competitors, and the Usual Suspects only have two competitors. Uh, We're not going to end. I'm going to make a prediction on where I think they're going to end up. Uh, but my prediction is not going to include the title matches, which includes Shazam, Andrew Damlanta, Lightning Time, Ethan Irwin, Aramu Moses, uh, and everyone else. Uh, so uh, who do you want to win in uh, the Faction Championship when it's all said and done? I want the Den to win, but I don't think they have a shot anymore. Or they do, but it's going to be hard. But if, if not them, then the Mercs. Okay, so uh, the Den or the Mercs. Uh, so let's see uh, if uh, we can see if we can figure that out. Uh, so for August, I said the Dungeons could gain somewhere between 16 points, and they gain six points. So they were at 50, and they're now at 56. So they left 10 points on the table, so it's not the worst, but it's not really that good, because going into Spectacular, they have a chance to gain 98 points, but they will probably somewhere be in the ballpark of 82 points. They'll gain, they'll be at somewhere between 82 points. Uh, the Quirky Marks, one of the ones you guessed, uh, they could have gained 10 points for August. Uh, they didn't gain any points this month, which is pretty interesting because most of it has been title matches uh, that they've won. So uh, going into Spectacular, they could gain 98 and 89 points. I always do that. But they can gain nine, they can be somewhere at 91 points. Now, this, keep in mind, this does not factor title matches. So if they win title matches, that number is going to increase significantly. Uh, the usual suspects, they could gain, they said they could gain 13 points for August. They gained, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, they, they gained up to 50, they were at 52. So they lost, so they get, had uh, seven points. So which is, if you're at 50% of your points that you're netting, that's generally pretty good. So they're doing really well. Uh, but in tournament, uh, going into Spectacular, they might be at uh, 67 points out of 
two out uh, a gain of 200 123 so that's not really good and keep in mind this doesn't factor in title matches which are they're probably most keen in and the Finstock exchange for august they could gain 14 points uh they were at 40 they gained 50 points the only match that they lost was last night's match with jte which we did not talk about and they lost a point so that's why they went down a point but they did really well uh going into spectacular uh, they can gain 96 points but my guess is not counting title matches they will only gain six points somewhere between there based on the singles tournament and uh the star wars tournament the singles tournament so i would say that the quirky mercs have a great shot because they are bleep, they were one of the leaders uh but your your second choice is uh was uh the den obviously mm -hmm. so let's re let's look at those numbers so the final four uh with corruption for august they could gain uh 27 points they gained 13 points so they're at 29 uh, 49 so that's pretty good uh, and going into uh, spectacular they could gain 129 points they can be somewhere around uh 79 points so that's pretty reasonable comparison uh the den the one that you uh suggested uh that you wanted for august they only gained six they could only gain six points and they only gained three so going into spectacular that's not really good because uh, again a low number they can only gain 106 points but my prediction is that they're probably only gained six points because i don't think uh jessica sleuth is going to beat dan Merle. i don't think that's possible uh peggy gibbons i think she's the wild card but uh i don't think uh i think the biggest ones are going to be thomas harper and saul that are gonna probably big the be the be the biggest point earners for them i i'm sorry just really quick i have to interject because i'm going ape shit back here my two cents schloth is most definitely going to beat merle i well again this is, my opinion. This is what i predict if, if if there is a um if there is a uh if she does do it, then obviously the numbers will be different. So this is just my opinion. What you asked for, Jay. So uh, with swag, obviously they're really low. They can only gain 17 points for August. They only gained two. So they're only at 18 points. And going into spectacular, uh, they have a chance to get 81 points. I don't think they are going to get that much leeway. I think they're going to be around 24 points going into spectacular unless they get some title matches that's why i suggested that maybe paul yama does uh the triple threat titles match getting those 10 points back to back in spectacular and uh with the ethan Irwin match or the, the match that i stayed before and for stars uh person in last place uh i said that they gained 21 points for august they gained nothing so and going into spectacular they can gain 87 points but i think because of alex damon taking the star wars tournament i think that they'll be somewhere between uh somewhere around uh 29 points uh so uh, Tezra, uh teresa teresa what are your thoughts do you agree with my numbers or do you have a different opinion well it's kind of bleak your predictions i'm sorry but it well, doesn't seem 
that swag and stars are going to get there. I agree. Um, yeah. And I'm not mad if Dungeon wins. I'm, I'm a big mar- moral supporter. So, uh, yeah. It's... But keep, uh, keep in mind that even though these forecasts seem large, keep in mind when you lose a match, you're going to, those points start to yeah. So that's going to happen with every single competitor. No one's going to get uh, what happened with uh, corruption with the IG tournament where both Mike and Chance meet up. So I just don't think that will happen this time because we're talking about a singles tournament and uh, we're, I just, just don't think that will happen. But I know Roxy Strider's on the phone, and I'm sorry to give you the bad news, Roxy, but what do you think about my numbers? You had the sexiest numbers by far. Okay, thank you, Roxy. Thank you so much. That is true. That is very true. I often uh, I often go to sleep thinking of your numbers, Dan, and how sexy <laughs> they are. It's amazing. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no. but, but, Jay, you, you said you thought of me, not numbers. <laughs> So well, I, I, he can have a, a three-way. He can have a three-way if he wants to. I, I, I think of there being two Frenchies. So I'm thinking of both. <laughs> Menage a trois with me and two Frenchies. Uh, that's that. That's a whole nother show that we should maybe start, actually. That could be fun. Uh, but we are going to jump into Frenchie's corner here, everybody. Frenchie, uh, why don't you get out here and uh, we'll, uh, we'll uh, remove the others until they decide a winner here. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about this Frenchie's Corner because I, I brought, I didn't just bring my words, dude. I brought a video and a short clip to, uh, to back my argument up. Not a problem, my friend. That being said is, I'm going to say this. Who has a top baby face moment? Uh, sorry, not baby face, but heel moment. That being said, I just realized I write in my notes, baby face, and I'm compl- I'm as <clears throat> as uh, lost as you are apparently today. It's full moon, probably a full moon. All right. Uh, now, who has uh, the best heel moment? That doesn't mean they are heels per se, but baby faces can have heel moments. Heel can have heel moments. It's that one particular moment. So uh, me, my choice is actually – a non-conventional choice, and I don't expect to win this one because people won't probably get it. But for me, it makes sense because a top heel moment is a moment you don't expect. A heel will have you know multiple moments, but you, it's Shanju, it's Kalinowski, it's you know uh, you know all the good heels. But for okay, me, dude, you don't have to be a heel to to have a heel moment. I think we all get it, dude. I want to kick your ass already now. What's Sorry. You've been influencing me too much. I've been rambling. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, that being said, for me, it's Makuga taking the belt and rubbing it on his crotch. I know even in league, it really rubbed people the wrong way. For me, that was a heel moment from someone who never expected having a heel moment, and that stands out to me over everything else. I know you have, you know, your videos and everything, but for me, the philosophy of a heel moment. Is something that just shocks you and you do not wait for it. So for me, that's definitely the top one. Um, if if I did not have my heel moment, then there's no way I could beat yours. But mine is the only one that can beat yours. Yours is a fucking amazingly brilliant, dude. It really is. But uh, I am going to have to go with Ben Bateman in the team's match, Danger Zone versus Midterms. Uh, the commissioner himself 
warning the boss to shut up or else. And uh, here I've got a little clip of this here. All right, Jonathan Harrison. Jonathan Harris alone will be attempting an answer to this question in the world of family films for two points. Could get you to within one of Danger Zone's lead. Yeah, Mark, Walter Matthau. Jump in really quickly here and just say, guys, I didn't expect much, but you really showed up today. I didn't expect much, but you really showed up. And, and best of luck with this question. I'm sorry. Thank to you. Mark. Please stop talking. Thank you. Please stop talking. Thank you. Thank you. No, that's really big of him, I think. Yeah. All right, we're gonna get you ben, ben, one more time, and it is going to be is it is that is an official warning, Ben. That official warning. And uh, after that occurred, I hit up Christian Harloff and asked him, you know, you gave him an official warning. What would have the consequences been had he continued to talk? And there would have been consequences. They would have lost a point. And uh, that is the first time that that a competitor has been called out like that and told. Dude, you better stop talking or else. Yeah, but and that's that's why for me it's not a heel moment. It's almost a real life moment. A heel moment is something that's kayfabe, that is thought out uh, or not thought out, but it's still in character. For me, this is, I, I find is Ben Bateman being Ben Bateman. Never do that. Look, look, we'll, we'll talk. Bateman would never do that, dude. Therefore, the, the, the whole, the whole, the whole. Nah. Fuck yeah, dude. You ever want, dude, nope. he is a nice fucking sweetheart of a guy. You ever watch his other content? There's no way in hell he would have done that. Look. Josh Makuga, when he rubbed his his balls on that belt, is as heelish as that was, that was Josh Makuga, the wild man. That is something he would do outside of the schmodown. Look, the, the, what I'm saying. Okay. These two. What I'm saying, though is yes, it's Ben being character, but the whole interaction with him and Harloff, the warnings and everything, that's real life. That being said, the whole Makuga moment was probably unplanned, but, yeah, a moment but he, disrespect, he, disrespected, he disrespected the belt. No okay. one disrespected the belt. No one. The belt is the belt. You just was the direction. Anyways, anyways. You just want it for me because you said that that warning was a real life moment, a heel moment caused real, almost caused real life penalties in the competition in the sport of the schmodown. That's why I won. Where's um, my bottle? Where's my bottle of whiskey? I need whiskey right now. All right. Yeah. So look, uh, while I get myself drunk and cry my sorrows, let's bring on the team and see what they thought. And Teresa, you're you're both wrong. You're both wrong because I can think. Of, okay, since I now know what the context is, I can think of one better one. And I just me too. Oh, uh, three words: guy tackling Roca. It is a heel moment. It was unexpected. And believe me, when I first watched it, I couldn't see my eyes. I actually thought it was real. To this day, there's still part of me is like. That was real, but I know it was KFAB. So, yes, that was the heel moment, in my opinion, based on the context that we're talking about. Okay, for me, based on the context that we're talking about, well, first of all, Jay wins the argument between Jay and Frenchie. But uh, in the context of... In the context of the argument that we're actually talking about with unexpected moments, especially from somebody who you didn't think was a heel at the time... I got to go with Ken abandoning Rachel. Oh, good. Okay, okay I'm actually picking ASGs. I, I, will, I will say that I will 
I have a good argument with that one. That was a good. That's that's a good moment. What do you think, Teresa? Yeah, I agree. I also would pick something else. Um, I don't know. I just when I think of heel, I think of guy, and I think of like million moments. And I know he's a heel, and we expect it. But sometimes, like when he got drunk uh, at the free for all, I did not expect him to be drunk and so disrespectful, like on such a high level. But I think I I like the Ken Ken moment. I like it. We didn't expect it. I actually cried a little when I watched it. So. I would actually choose uh, if I would choose out of three double D's because the Shuroka, man, and that for me even it made me question like, is this what? And then I really started understanding the whole wrestling concept. But uh, if you had to choose between me and Jayway, because we need a winner, we know AHG your trader right now. But Teresa, double D, would these guys find who would win between both our teams? Get the fuck out of this stream! You both lose. There's no winner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pick Jay. Sorry, Frenchie. I, I just, uh, yeah. I won't. Uh, yeah, I think so. So, uh, but yeah, I was expecting yeah, to lose. No one, uh, no one understands genius at the first time around. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all right. Um, uh, Dagan, that's Frenchie, who's uh, spoke to Dagan's back. <laughs> Yes, thank you. Talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Uh, so, uh, uh, <laughs> okay, I'll go back I mean, to what I was uh, gonna say with the, when I got kicked out. So it's kind of like the Lonnie Laurel situation where we hear one or the other. So with, with the audio, uh, that, that that's so technically one. I mean, we, it, Judy and Julie do sound close enough. So. Again, I, I just really think it was hard. worth a challenge. I'm not going to say yeah, whether it was worth a challenge, but the question is, is, will they win it? Because you have the technical issue, they're far away, and you can barely hear them. It's like anytime that Liz is on, I can barely hear her. It's like, what did you say? I literally have to turn up my volume just to hear her. So, oh, and we didn't talk about Juan and Liz having the same wrong answers. All oh, <laughs> Well, we'll talk about it. Uh, let's talk about that until Chandru arrives. So yeah, so, yeah, this was actually insane because uh, okay, so back at Collision, I said that it was going to be kind of difficult to beat Bibiani at the Shazam's high score because of how the buzzers work and everything, and this kind of proves that concept because you would have to survive at least four rounds of sudden death at the highest high level. And both competitors have to get uh, the questions right, both of them just to beat them. So this kind of proves that concept of what I was trying to say at Collision, because both would have to be uh, even up until to make that difference. So well, I guess I they kind of proved you in a different way that instead yeah, of that, uh, no, no, I meant that instead of oh, they have to keep getting questions right. No, instead, Ethan and <laughs> Paul can keep getting questions right. <laughs> well, it's it more difficult as well. That's yeah. Um, I, I definitely would have challenged that. But to be honest, uh, they can't go back and replay it. So they yeah. could, so, like you said, the volume level. They So they would have to go off what they heard. Um, and it, there's two sides to this little bit here. Uh, I went back and I timed it and... Erwin did say Judy within one second. However, if you want to be technical about it, uh, 
uh, Liz said final answer before Irwin said Judy. So it would have been exactly. very interesting had it been challenged uh, yeah. with, with excellent audio. That would have been great. But our guest is here, um, everyone. Uh, so, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, oh yeah, it was me. I won. Um, everyone, he, uh, the way we do our interviews here, uh, whoever wins our game hot matches starts the interview one-on-one and then, uh, second place, third place and fourth place comes in a few minutes later on after that. So that's how we're doing it. And Chandra Dondapani is our guest. What's up? What's up? How are you doing, sir? I'm pretty good. How are you, Jay? Pretty good. Um, uh, man, (laughs) You just threw me off, Chandra. I, I'm looking at you. I have to ask you, did you cut your hair? No, I didn't. It's just in a ponytail. Oh, like. <laughs> uh, uh, you know me, man. I, I'm a firm believer that the, that your power is in your hair, and it looked short there for a second. I about had a heart attack, man. I, I don't know. Like I've had, uh, I, I, I haven't had like the best career since I have had long hair. So True. You, know, you never know. So we'll, figure, we'll figure it out. True. Um, man, uh, tough, tough loss, uh, last night. It was a great, I mean, it was a great and a very fun match, especially the, the, uh, the talk back and forth with you and, and Kalinowski. Um, uh, just what are your thoughts on the match, uh, reflecting on it now after it is, it's, it's been played? I mean, um, it is, it is what it is. Like, uh, I, I go into every match trying to be as prepared as possible and, um, uh, I always underestimate the amount of like uh, luck and chance that goes into like every small match. So, um, so uh, I I know luck also has to like shine my shine my way uh, now. Uh, but yeah, um, um, but um, I just didn't want to make any like obvious mistakes. But like speed round aside, I don't think I don't think I made any like made any like obvious mistakes uh, i feel like so i'm still proud of the game i played uh maybe could it could it have been better of course uh but you i mean uh and also i smart on entertainment is a network is entertainment first of all uh more so than a sport at least at least uh in my mind um so i'm 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 also like really happy that i gave everyone an entertaining match at Sometimes my own expense, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was a, it was a great match. It was a lot of fun to watch, um, and I think a lot of it had to do with uh, man. You were just having some bad luck with the categories. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I felt your pain sometimes. <laughs> oh no! Um, but I did want to ask, and you brought up the entertainment aspect uh, versus the sport aspect, and maybe, and and you, I mean. You pretty much uh, answered my question for the most part, but I still want to ask this. Um, you do you you put so much into the entertainment and uh, the costumes, and and I love it very much. But I, I'm I'm just curious. Do you think that sometimes um, you put a little bit too much into that, and it takes away from from your mindset for the competition aspect? Has that ever? I don't. Um, I, how to exactly word what I want to ask? That's about the best I can do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Like, um, of course, like I think about like what could have been, what could have been, would have been different if I was focusing less on entertainment and like let my manager speak for me in the in the weeks coming up leading up to my match, and they just like completely go silent and not sell a match that I'm supposed to. What would happen? But like, it's not in my nature to just like half-ass uh, the remaining part of it just because I want to 
like increase my chances of winning, right? Like so, I want to give uh, Shmuel and my all, and uh, that is what I, that is what I ended up doing. So I'm um, um, I don't know exactly if it hurt my preparation in any way or uh, my uh, in-game tactics in any way. Like especially because like now we get back to uh, making decisions in in secret. Like I don't have to stay in character while discussing with Winston with my manager um whether it be for round one round two or round three or like just before uh, between between any of the rounds so um all of those all of those competitive aspects like in game part is still uh unheard by like me trying to entertain i'm not trying to entertain people while during the 60 seconds where i get to uh like confidential confidentially now uh because it's in person discuss with my manager so i don't think it hurts hurts that much but like in in fact like if anything it only like enhances uh my performance like because i do get to like get to like perform in front of my in front of the audience like that gives me like more of an energy boost than anything else uh um so it just keeps me keeps me on my toes and uh gives me keeps me on like the head right head space uh more often than not yeah and that was a great match thanks uh thanks for that great performance on both ends sports and mm -hmm. uh, entertainment uh asg yeah, so speaking of the entertainment angle, I was watching an old interview with you with uh, Frenchie where, you know, like last year you were uh, uh, started off a face and you were talking about how you wanted to team up with Makuga as a team and have fun. So uh -huh. I was wondering, like, do you do you like being uh, a heel in the showdown? And like, would you like to be a face again at some point? Or do you like what are you comfortable with on the entertainment aspect? I mean, it is it is fun. Um, of whatever uh, the Shmodan demands of me, like I, I I know like when I joined the league, when I joined the division, there were like so many like uh, so many great heels uh, in the league. So I kind of wanted to do like basically the counter to whatever, whatever uh, however um, the the division was go division the league was going. And it just right now it seems like uh, most people are well loved and. Uh, that the, the show needs villains and like uh, a main villain uh, <laughs> uh, effectively so uh, so i'll i'll just try to fill um the uh the need what try try to do this to uh basically um fulfill the needs of whatever the show needs at that point uh so i'm gonna continue um of course uh, continue collaborating with christian as to like what direction he wants to take but like it'll be it'll be nice to like go go in a live event and actually have people cheer for you that'll be nice <laughs> <laughs> yep. but like I, I love the booze too because like um i think i've, I've like quoted andrew guy on this so many times like um they'll they'll cheer for any person any person this morning any any person the any person this morning like even if it's a person giving like their debut half the audience are going to cheer for them because it's just what the showdown is but the booze every single boo you have to earn um so <laughs> so so that that makes me that makes me insanely in, insanely proud of that 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 fact too like that i actually like earned everyone like booing me and it's not just like not just like me showing up and getting getting the cheers you know what i mean yeah true i didn't think of it that way that's Hi. Uh, so Hi, yeah, you just you just talked about it. Um, I have to say, you took all of the booze, all of the heat, <laughs> in such good spirit. You loved the whole match. You pushed through in the end. You never gave up. 
So I think you have a lot to be proud of. And I wanted to ask about the increase of the question difficulty in the IG. What do oh, you yeah. think about it? Do you see it in the matches? Mm -hmm. I like the fact that my questions uh, were increased in difficulty um, <laughs> in round two and round five. I wish uh, all the questions all around were increased in difficulty. Um, um, because I was expecting that level of difficulty all around, right? Like even even in the tournaments, uh, uh, tournaments all throughout, uh, even the first round, round ones and round twos have been like so difficult, uh, like so so ramped up in difficulty um, that that um, nobody had. Oh, I, I guess like only Parker had like a perfect round one, and um, and uh, like even even the chance and moves match in person, uh, that was like a rough uh, like six to five round one. So. I was I was hoping for that type of difficulty, especially because it's a championship match uh, and everything too. But like you work with what you get, uh, so um, I'm not not complaining too much. About it. So you kind of answered my question, my first question uh, right off the bat about taking all the blues and earning them. But uh, I, luckily, I have a few questions. Uh, so my my first meeting question is the the costume you were wearing was kind of like a ripped up harley quinn was that kind of uh getting into mike's head a little bit because he's been uh dressing up as batman uh in the years past yeah i don't know if it i don't know if it did um uh, to be honest um because he ended up winning the match maybe maybe yeah. if he lost the match you could say it got into got into his head a little bit but like yeah no um that was that was a lot of fun like i uh, have always wanted to do that like ever since that movie release and uh had that costume in in the uh, in the in the shelf for like almost a year now. That was supposed to be my costume. Like I, I can say this now. Uh, in the pre in last year's free for all, uh, which was wow. supposed to be in LA, uh, and then and then COVID happened, and then I just didn't want to use that use that costume for like a digital match, and it it, it fit perfectly uh, with Mike and his pudding miss and everything too. And I remember uh, Brienne wore uh, a Harley Quinn outfit against him in like a singles match too. So, um, word of advice: never wear the Harlequin costume. Apparently, especially against Mike. Apparently, it only fires him up even more, and not gets in his head as much as you hope. Um, real quick, uh, to piggyback off that about costumes, what is your favorite costume to date that you've worn? Um, let's see. Hmm, that's that's a, that's a fun question. I guess. I guess the, the the Jack Sparrow one because like it was a great great match altogether like uh like one of the highest highest scoring matches still to that point I think even then like combined it was like it's, the, it's still the highest scoring three rounder of all time uh, in IG and also I put on a great match like with character aspect too and like to beat someone who's already touted as the greatest in the geekdom player before even getting a belt and to beat beat that person in a three round match with like no luck involved that. That uh, that was it, it's it's my favorite costume because of, like the the because of how the match went too. I feel like I'm in deja vu because I think Jay, you asked that to Chandra last time he was on. Yeah, did did I say Harry Potter or, or no, the... <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow? Because I remember saying Ooh, okay. Captain too because I have a thing with came out on my birthday. The hey, first hey, one. Frenchie, did, okay, hold on one second here. Mm -hmm. uh, Frenchie, Dan, and me are going to have a real quick production meeting. Hey, Dan, you couldn't have waited till after the show off air to say that. No, I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're hey, right. You, you said it. I think hey, you, I, I did. 
but uh, but I believe Frenchie has has something he'd like to he'd like to uh, say. Yeah, it, and it's not a, a fun question, but I still have to ask it. Uh, was there any pressure on you to, to going into this match to win? Because sadly, uh, the swag is not doing good th- this year so far. Mm-hmm. So um, was was that extra added, or were you able still to? to, to I think, if anything, the faction stuff, like, removed the pressure for me because, like, we were already, like, I don't think we were, ex- like, we were expected to be winning at, like, uh, expected to sweep and, like, win points at that point because, like, because after, after, after like, how the second quarter uh, went, it, we kind of felt like we're just playing with house money at this point. So, uh, so uh, we, we were, there wasn't that much pressure to, like, bring the faction to the first place. Uh, because it's, we know it's like a tall task already, so so just just uh, so Winston 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 uh, talked to me and and said, uh, yeah um, yeah don't don't worry about faction points or anything like that. Just focus on your match because like we're playing with house money at this point. Just uh, just like go give them go give uh, them a hero show. That's pretty much it. So. So there was more pressure during the Mara match, of course, because it was a faction opener. It would have been nice to have like the twelve point lead. Uh, 12-0 going into uh, going into the beginning of the season, but like this this time it was there was very very little pressure. So speaking of pressure, uh, just wanted to get a little into your mentality going into that speed round. You know, mm-hmm. especially after I think the first question or so, did you feel pressure that you had to buzz in first? Is that what happened? Or yeah. Like- yeah no uh even the first question like i knew i knew it right away it, it was just a matter of like me uh getting getting the answer and then like knowing the answer and then buzzing in like i, I just thought like it would it, it was a fraction of fraction of a second ahead instead of uh instead of um instead of you know uh waiting waiting for the answer to come to me just just like buzz and then like press the buzzer and then like um uh, hopefully by that time the answer would already be there like just uh, so it was a miscalculation at that point. Like I'm pretty sure I got to the Back to the Future, just not the right movie, um, the second one, and then and then it was just um, adding more and more pressure to myself uh, with that same thing. Um, um, but but yeah, other than that, um, other than that, so you you could like actually see me like from the fourth and fifth question, even though I knew you may answer like basically switch strategies a little bit, which hurt <laughs> to me again that Mike got two points. And and uh, we did practice with the buzzers uh, a bunch, both like two weeks before, because I was at the cantina for the first day of taping. And um, two days back, like uh, my manager came over and like uh, some uh, some friends came over to help me help, help me practice with the buzzers. Some smaller friends came over to help me practice with the buzzers. Uh, but but like the, that playing with people, uh, practicing with people um, at. Uh, at home is different than like playing with a championship caliber player. Like I don't, I don't have like a championship caliber IG player like Mike or Chance to uh, practice with. Like Poloyama is great, but like he's in Hawaii. Like there's no way we can like practice a speed round uh, it, it digitally. Um, so it did, it did kind of like. Um, I wish we, I could have had like more practice with like uh, more people. But like I, I all love to like who, uh, the people actually I got to practice with. They were great too. It's just. Um, it just it just uh, messes with your mind a little bit. To, it, it'll be nice to have like you know practice with actual championship uh, championship caliber players too. 
Uh, did you actually have a strategy in the buzzer depending on what your lead or deficit was? It was going to be uh, the same regardless. Like in my okay. mind, my mind, uh, my my I, my thought process was like, um, I would just like give Mike a three point advantage in the buzzer round because like that's that's most likely what's going to happen, and then anything anything less is just uh, just the icing on the cake. And I wasn't I, I was definitely expecting to go into the buzzer round with a lead. Uh, which which might get like eaten away a little bit uh, in the buzzer round, but like I wasn't uh, kind of expecting uh, to go into uh, go into it with um, with um, being down uh, being down like three points. So, so, so that's why like I went even more. I started started out playing even more aggressive than uh, than I want than I would have wanted to in retrospect. But uh, yeah. Uh, it happens like it's 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 my first buzzer round. Like better players than me, uh, more experienced players than me in the buzzers have also like not done that great in buzzer round. So to be had uh, to be. Right, I'm gonna head out. Uh, by the way, I have to go back to producing. Oh. Mm -hmm. All right. See you later. Like so, yeah. So uh, to uh, to be talked about in the same same breath is like uh, Dan Dan Merrill and Rachel Cushing who have like great knowledge, but like not that uh, weren't. Uh, that uh, aggressive or like fast to the buzzers uh, when they when they started out um, is already a is already a compliment. So 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 it is it is a learning curve uh, for everyone. It it was just like a much faster learning curve for me. But like it's it's fine. Like but um, yeah. Um, worst case, I gave gave even if I give like a Mike a five point advantage, I thought like I had him in the five pointer. Like there's there's it's a very high, it was a very high chance that. I would have, I would hit a five pointer that Mike would miss, but that it just unfortunately it just didn't uh, get to that point because of how uh, round two especially went. And uh, yeah, at that point, like uh, at that point, it was where we we were just. Um, I mean, I, I'm still happy that I pushed him to a three pointer. It would have been nice to see what uh, what Mike does with a five. But like, I don't think he's hit a five pointer in any of his championship wins. I, I I love when you talk about other players and what they have and haven't done, especially what they have not done. There's just this look of delight on your face and in your eyes. I love it. Um, we've got just a couple more minutes with Chandra here. Uh, Teresa, do you have do you have a final question for the man before uh, before we let him go? Yeah, I wanted to ask. We know the defections will be different next year. So, if you could, would you like to stay with defection, or are you considering other options? Oh yeah, no, of course. Uh, Winston and I are uh, great friends, and I would love to like stick with Winston if, if possible. Especially after how this season went, I kind of feel responsible because like uh, the first loss um, of the faction for this year was me, so I kind of felt like uh, uh, that loss sort of went into the dark, uh, turned put us towards the darkest timeline. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I would I would love to love to redeem myself and like uh, get more points for Winston uh, next season. If that is possible, yeah, I, I can't but, wait to see what changes we have coming next season. Mm -hmm. No doubt, I'm really excited for it, and uh, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to what you bring in the future. Uh, you're definitely not done in IG. There's no <laughs> way, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Do not, please, do not cut that hair. I love it so much. I don't know what I like more, you or your hair, but <laughs> your hair Thank is you. A mess to you. So, <laughs> <laughs> even when I cut it, I'll definitely like just. 
may look to you. <laughs> yeah. I am thinking of donating it. And, and I definitely hope your post-match interview is uh, a preview of you actually uh, we are seeing you again this season. So. <laughs> mm, yeah, you never know. Hope so. Uh, Chandra Dondapani, everyone, thank you very much for your time. Uh, very well played match. Uh, sorry it didn't come out in your favor, but it was great, great and very entertaining. Thank you thank so you. much for your time. Mm -hmm. uh, Chandra, everyone. Uh, okay, and now, guys, we are going to move on, and we're going to talk about the pay-per-view for about 10 minutes here. Then we're going to be invaded by another schmo of the North who is going to run our, uh, our game for us that we play here sometimes. Uh, guess who? Schmodown edition. Uh, but okay, guys. So um, for the teams or for the pay per view, we had Ellison versus JTE. And before we get into this, um, I reached out to Ty Lieberman for comment. Um, I I asked him why he did not manage uh, in that match, considering he's managed before and Haas hasn't. Um, his his answer to me was having just TKO chance. We thought Haas had the best person or. We, we thought Haas would be the best person uh, not to manage, but to intimidate as well. Not only to manage, but to intimidate as well. So that was the that was the logic there. I, I you know, it, it, it turned out how it turned out. And uh, so there's no, you know, nothing more to say about that. It was a decision that was made. But uh, uh, I'll be honest, I still I still only see uh, Josh, the engineer. And so I'm never surprised when he loses, and I'm always shocked when he wins. And that's nothing against him. It's just my perception of him. Uh, but, uh, Dan, what do you think about this match? It was a great match, though. Great, fun match. Yeah, uh, I kind of suspected that Chance was probably going to take this. I was hoping that I was wrong because uh, I have JD on my faction link, so. And Kayla has Chance. So it's like this was the match that was going to secure who was going to be in first place for this month over this week. So I was hoping that I was wrong, but I wasn't surprised that Chance took the W. I just didn't expect that to be TKO'd in the final round. That was the biggest surprise for me. Yeah, this was the first match with JT in singles this year where I wasn't surprised. Like, yeah. I had him losing since Gathered. I he had him on the ropes he just didn't know his five pointer and then the same happened with preston and with Collins. i was like so now he's definitely losing and he still didn't so uh um yeah and i'm so happy for chance he worked so hard on this he's one of the best singles players and he finally has a shot at the belt so i'm, I'm really happy with how this match went and finally the finstack exchange experienced a TKO, not gave it to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, his first credit where credit is due. I know we give uh, Christian and Mark some uh, guff sometimes, but they caught JTE having a whiteboard answer that wasn't quite right. So yeah. <laughs> at least they, they mm -hmm. did catch that one. So uh, credit on that, that end. And yeah, I agree pretty much with what everybody's saying, and that this match is the match why I extra think that JTE over Collins is the upset of the year so far, is it showed me back to where I thought JTE kind of originally was. So. I think it's a bit bigger upset than Moose has winning over Chance when he was the tournament winner last year. 
And it was personally I do because due to accuracy and such, I actually thought Haas might win that match, and also because Chance was stretched with having to do this singles match and an IG match at the same time. Um, yeah, I really think it's between JTE and um, well, I definitely think it's JTE. I know other people have said uh, Demolanta over Alex Damon. The first time. That's not an upset at all. I'm saying other people have yeah, said that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a big Demolanta supporter. I had yeah. him winning developed last year, so yeah. And <laughs> I yeah, get how it could be I, for some people. Yes, and I do have JTE for comeback player of the year. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so I do have a thought. So let's assume uh, Marisol McKee wins uh, the Ethan Irwin match. Let's let's say she takes the title match. Now, Chance is going to get, uh, face her, so that's going to basically secure corruption uh, with points. We had Christian Harloff on the show uh, earlier in the season, Jay, and he said that he doesn't want that to happen. Now, he did say that we're not going to do that during tournaments, but that's why I think that Paul Oyama has that. That's why I think if that happens, Paul Oyama is going to use his free-for-all belt to secure so that way there's that uh point difference that uh, that edge because now we it increases to 10 points instead of uh set it's 10 to 11 points versus uh seven to eight points and that's what swag desperately needs of course now that chandra says that they're just playing for money it's nice to not be in last place so i i think that's why i'm leaning towards this theory if marisol does defeat Ethan, and I think that's a big yeah. If that happens, I think we're going to see Paul Yama use his title belt for that opportunity. Dude, con concerning the the uh, getting paid at the end of the season, how, you know, proceeds from the merch is, is put into a big pot, and then whoever wins, wins. Dude, imagine... Imagine if you found out and you knew that your faction sold the most merchandise, but you didn't win the pot. <laughs> well, I could see that with the exchange. Um, yeah. <laughs> as far as I'm seeing a lot of corruption uh, season yeah. champions. Okay, well, I could definitely see that with corruption as well. I don't think they're in that great position to, at this point. However, as you said, Marisol versus Ethan is effectively on her end a fourteen-point match. Yeah. Um, and, and I also want to say, uh, I, when I jumped in earlier on sexy numbers, I want to say it again so it's so it's heard, uh, just so everyone is fully aware that I do know what I said and I meant to say what I said. Schloth, excuse me, Schloth is definitely going to beat Merle. Um, I hate to say that. So that won't be upset of the year because you say it's definite, right? <laughs> uh, makes it even more, more, uh, uh, cause I said for sure. Um, but that, that is hard for me to say. I'm a big fan of Merle's and Dan is, uh, Dan is on my, uh, he's on my fantasy league team, but then again, so is Jess. So, you know, <laughs> you know what? I, I am wrong sometimes. So, and I, I really admit that I could totally be wrong in my predictions. I mean, I'm not without fault. I mean, hey, I have JTE on my uh, faction. I I stuck with them instead of uh, trading something. I stuck with them, and uh, I lost. So I accept that I will probably most likely be wrong. It's just this is my best guess. So I, not if, but when that happens, will does that mean that 
that cannot be upset of the year for you because you are so sure that it's going to happen? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll leave that to the judges who decide that, that happens at the end of the year because I'm just, I, I have no opinion. I'm just messing with Jay. I know. <laughs> no, I, I'm I, I'm wrong most of the time, just not on this show. Um, uh, Teresa, do you have a French one today? Get the fuck out of here! Well, I caught um, myself. I caught myself before falling. Like I know. Teresa, do you have a do you have anything else to add about this pay per view? We're going to move on and play a game here in a, here in a minute or two. No, I'm just glad JT lost and Chance won. I'm, I'm very happy about this pay per view in general. About this Friday, with okay. the results of well, the matches. You're going to talk about buzzers. We saw Chance in the buzzer round. That's the only thing I wanted to add. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, guys, uh, we're going to play that game that Frenchie introduced to us uh, a month or so ago. Uh, Guess Who, Schmodown style. Uh, are you familiar with this game, Guess Who, uh, Teresa? Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. And we are bringing on Soda from Schmoes of the North. He is going to run the show or this game for us so that Frenchie can play with us. Um, so get out here, Frenchie. If my internet allows it, but yes. Oh, you'll be fine. <laughs> I, it's, been, it's been interesting. Did you move or did you just rearrange your living room, dude? No, no, I uh, I got my um, the PC we used, uh, the beginning OG moment, so that's why I'm not sure about the internet. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. It looks good, by the way. It really looks good. Thank you. I, I should clean up a bit, but eh. Nah. Kitty, 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 kitty. Yeah, nice oh yeah, I come oh. on like barely now, and the only thing you see is my cat. Thank you, Jay Wade. Hey man, say that on air. I was about to say something that involved uh, the D word for male things and the P word for female things, but I'm not going to. Uh, I'm going to hand it to who's going to get it started in the game. <laughs> All righty, so everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, let's start. Uh, we'll start right. with uh, Lou. If you want to run the game, like uh, like the uh, who goes first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'll do the question part. You okay? Do let's start. J way to meet. J way to meet to Andrew to Teresa Double D. Okay, we'll yeah. do clockwise. Perfect. Okay, so J way, first question. Um, this person in the showdown that we are guessing who they are uh, is there? Are they a current player in the showdown? They are not. Okay. Lou. Hello. Hello. Did we lose him? Yeah, I think we lost him. Uh, okay. Guess he's... Okay, yes. try it again, Lou. You're caught up. Okay. When's the last season they played? Last season. What season? Last season. Oh, we're allowed to ask questions like that. Okay. Uh this already sounds like somebody I'm um, trying to. Were they on swag? Yes. <laughs> it's Makuga. No. Nope. Nope. Oh. You, okay. you, you can't do that either. You can't double dip. You can't yeah. double. You can't double. Oh, dip. I thought if you're guessing, then then you're. No, guessing. no, no, no. Oh. You you have a question or a guess. If you miss the guess, you're. Oh, right. it's a question or a guess. Okay. That was a George Costanza moment. You cannot double dip your chips. <laughs> okay, then I'm out. Okay. Oh, you just we gave the answer. Out. So I can guess. I can guess right away, right? Uh, is it John? 
Is it who, sorry? Is it Tom? No. From. Oh, Tom. Okay. It yeah, is Tom was Tom. on the. No. Yeah, Tom was on the den. Mm. Uh, oh. Oh. Danny Andrew, you took my uh, guest. Uh, yeah. So. Where does my begin? Uh, is this competitor female? Sorry, did you say female? Male. Oh, male. Yes, they are a male. Um, Wag male no longer plays. Uh, is it Frank Moran? No. Oh, he's on swag now. Oh, I thought I thought ISG's answer was good. So Josh McCuga? No. I know who it is. Keith, between the two of you, Andrew. I thought it's between Jay. I thought it's between Jay and. Yeah. Uh, yes. Teresa didn't. Uh... Oh no, he said. He said he might ran. Okay. Yeah. Um. I have no idea. Is well, uh, is he in singles? No, did not play in the singles division. Okay. Yeah, that is correct. I just said double check that. That is correct. He yeah, did yeah, not yeah. Play. I'm just writing it down. I'm just writing it down. Okay. Um, I had to look back for myself because I saw something on oh, here. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Um. Oh, I just don't know a lot about swag. Oh, I can't believe I picked a hard one right off the bat. Yeah, really? <laughs> oh, 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 is it is it uh, Elliot Dewberry? I know this is wrong. Just give me out. Nope. Just give me out. RB three. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> yeah, just take me out. You won, Andrew. You won. I don't know. Is okay, it bring your father? No, wait, that would be small. I don't know. John Gerber. Sean Gerber. No, Adam he said not. Oh. That was um, he's the first one listed on last year's roster. Oh, he didn't even play last year, did he? Uh oh. yes, he did. He played uh in the Inter Geekdom tournament one match last year. And he was in teams. Who did he lose to? Middle, right? He lost to the Barbarian um, on opponent's choice, Middle Earth. Ew. Oh, no, sorry. That was the round two category. He just lost in the third round. Gotcha. All right. Oh. King Kong got it. Damn it. And he's from Czech Republic. I feel so stupid right now. <laughs> Who won person in Dishmobodan? Is that where you're from, Teresa? Yes, yes. Right on. Go, Yarmor Yager. Um, Who was it? I didn't hear it. Adam Halavik. I would never get that. Yeah. Yeah, I should have. I should. Headful people of ID. Oh. <laughs> Got somebody else in mind, Soda? Yep, I am there. Okay, let's go. ASG, start us off, man. Have they ever played in singles? Yes. Are they playing currently? Yes. Is their manager male or female? 
Male. Uh, is this person on the spin cycle team? Yes. Are you a rookie? Nope. Um. Have they played another division? Yes. <laughs> yep, me and Jay know who it is for sure. <laughs> I think I do. I'm going to guess because you're going to guess too, right? So I'm going to say uh, it's JTE. No. I am going good to guess. Good guess, though, Teresa. It is a good guess. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to guess. Um, uh, let me make sure. I, uh, Mark Haas. No. Oh, what? Okay, so it's only one of two persons. Yeah, so I know. I say Barbarian. No. <laughs> Roka? Yes. Okay, because Barbarian was my choice, but yeah, one for one. Yeah, I, I forget that. I, like I forget games. that teams and singles are different divisions, but that's why I want to guess Barbarian. Yeah, I always forget that teams and singles. Uh, are hey, Fringy, three options. You just did what yeah, I was going to do right like before. I was going to do it. Oh, that's awesome! Great minds, my man. <laughs> okay, I've got another one ready to go already. All yes. right, all right, let's go. Teresa, why don't you get us started here? So again, are they currently playing? No. <laughs> nice. Okay, uh, who's after Teresa? Oh, it's me, apparently. Um, is there a Nanomonder logo? No. No. Um, are they... Hey, it's not oh, the movie. Oh, it's mine. Um, do they play in singles? Yes. Uh, would this person be a male or a female? A female. Uh, do they have? Oh, no, let's gonna give it away. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to ask it without asking it. So, sure. Um. I'll just guess Clark Wolf. No. Oh, I feel like I should guess two because it's not that many. Okay. Uh, Race or pushing? Nope. You're on mute, Lou. <laughs> Already on the quirky Mercs. No, they're a former player. That was asked earlier, and I said they were a former player. So, Double D? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking. Have they ever been a champion? No. Have they ever been on a faction? Like, did they even play last season? No. Have they ever had a number one contender shot? No. 
have they played in more divisions, more than one division. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and guess. Uh, shot in the dark. Brianne Chandler. Nope. Um, All right, Lou. Yeah, I'm th- I, I, that was my guess, too. I just have to remember, remember the name because I'm stoned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would be me afterwards. Uh, fuck. Did he, did he appear in season one? Uh, no. So it's not Bonnie. Okay, so has this person been in multiple seasons, not just the one-off? Yes, they were involved in like three or four seasons. I can't remember the exact number. I'm going to give it away, but because I probably – I can't remember the name, but I think I know who it is. Did they work for Rotten Tomatoes? Nope. Oh. Okay. Uh, I don't think uh, – actually, that one I don't actually know. I don't think they did, no. Uh, oh, this is so tough. Um, I think I'm a little too good at this. Apparently. <laughs> um, not Chuck Wolf, not uh, Richard Cushing. Is it Emma Fife? Yes, it is Emma Fife. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm like Lou. Come on! <laughs> I know she's my ultimate schmodown crush, but what can I say? For me, I see her as nice. a manager, not a fucking player. So she yeah. played in one one-on-one singles match. Uh, obviously, there was the manager ball inner geekdom. Yeah, I was about to say she was an IG player. Yeah, yeah, and teams. Yeah, so multiple divisions. Yep. And while yeah, technically singles. not part of the faction era, she did lead a faction. Yeah, yeah. I, I was saying in the private chat, I knew it wasn't Brienne because she uh, won the free for all and yeah. had that team's match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I've got another one ready to go. Well, uh, I, I think we're gonna we. What do you, do you think we can get one more in, Frenchie? Yeah. Or think, yeah. All right, okay. right, let's do it quick. We ain't got much time, so let's do it. The quick. final one. Okay, so who starts? I do. Jay. And oh, oh you do. Uh, what we'll do is that right there, and we'll start. Okay. And go all right. right. So. Um, have they ever been a champion? No. Are they a current player? Correct. Male or female? Female. Uh, is their manager a male or female? Male. Does their logo have an animal? Nope. Um, have they been? Do we have more than two matches? Yes, quite a bit more than two matches. Have they played singles? Yes. Multiple divisions. Are we recounting teams as a separate division? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Then yes. Uh, do they play? Do they play in the dungeon? No. Um, I'm gonna guess Stacy Howard. You are correct. 
She was last year. She's with the usual suspects now. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, that's going to do it for this week, guys. Uh, as, as we started uh, doing a couple months ago, we are uh, dispensing with the plugs around here. But this is Teresa's first time on here, and uh, and I would like her to go ahead and plug her socials and go ahead and let everyone know where they can find Euro Schmo at and uh, what, what time and all that. Everyone, please support that channel. Okay, so uh, I'm a co-host on uh, Euroshmo show, which we do once a week, every Sunday. Please check us out on YouTube at Euroshmo. And we're on Twitter also at Euroshmo. So it's really easy. Find us there. Excellent. Uh, thank you for joining us today, Teresa. Hopefully uh, we can get you back thank on you. time. Um, uh, as again, uh, I want to thank you, ASG's refrigerator. Um, you're, you're a magnificent piece of a machine, and I love you very much. It was great to see you again. Um, a huge shout out to Frenchy Smoke Detector, uh, which yes, thank you. Yep, that's right. Um, uh, and also a shout out to whoever soda is uh, supposed to be. Zoolander, come on! It's Zoolander headpiece. Okay, cool. I don't know what Zoolander is. But uh, wait, wait, wait! Wow. I'm sorry. Wait. Don't watch the second <laughs> one, but definitely watch the first. Uh oh! Uh, uh oh! We can't end yet. It looks like Frenchie's getting something. Let's see what's going oh, on. Plus, he's gonna do some modeling. Mounting. So I bought, when I when I got this, I, I got the steel book Blu-ray, and it just clued into me yesterday that it is a blue steel book. <laughs> yeah, Jay never went to the center for kids who can't read good or whatever the heck his name is. Oh, I didn't know they did uh, Funkos for you. Oh, hey. Nice. No, I, I am familiar with the movies and the characters. I just have never seen them. They just it never looked interesting to me. But I do know what they are. I was it's just not kidding. for everybody. That's a cool little Funko Pop there. The files are in the computer. I, I, and I bought it two days ago. That's why I laughed when I saw your Zoolander thing. Nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, but on behalf of Frenchie, Andrew, Teresa, Double D, and Soda, uh, this is Jay Wade signing off in a different way than normal. <laughs> uh, for real, though, guys, have a great and safe week, and please uh, join us next week. Let's see, next week, I'm not sure who's going to be on next week. Oh, uh, actually, I think it's Thomas Harper. I think. Jay, I think, uh, I think so. Before we sign off, can I just quickly plug one thing that's starting right now? You motherfucker, dude. Yes. Two seconds. If you go to Schmoes of the North right now on Mount Schmodown, the boys are welcoming Kate herself on for the den. That's all I want to say. So if you hop over on there. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. It was okay. nothing for me. It was to bring viewers over there. I, I take down I take back my <laughs> once though, just this once because yeah. of Kate. That's the only reason, dude. I mean, you know, I'm not plugging my own shows that are on this network. Other I think than Double D's doing a subtle signal there, and be like, "Hey, I got some stuff that I want to plug." No, that's all I wanted to do because okay. I know Kate's a friend of the what show. What else so. you got going on, Matt? You grumpy old man. Dota, what else you got going on, man? Are, are you going to be taking a walk later this afternoon? Maybe we could set up some stands and give you some water on your way by. No, I'll probably have a you're smoke gonna, and take a nap on my go, couch. You're going to go take a walk in the park, and, and I should meet you out there with some fishing poles. We do some fishing. What else you got going on, man? 
house yeah. life dude. How, are you planning on buying a house or a new car anytime soon? A couple soon? years, yeah. How's the dating world going for you, Soda? Yeah. It's all about you, dude. What yeah. is going on in your life, Soda? I'm just kidding. Uh, and, and we all we all know after a show with the moody is and he's gonna go on the front porch and yell at kids. So that's yeah. what he's about to do. Hopefully he has a rocking chair. <laughs> they need to get off his lawn. Okay, that's it, guys. I would like to plug Jay Way's anger because he's present today. <laughs> Ouch! Okay, everybody, that's it. Uh, we will see you next week, everyone. Have a great and safe week. Thanks for watching. Awesome. You want to hear something funny? The mic wasn't on that whole time. No way. Yeah, for real. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> So smooth.